Welcome to the Healing Place Church devotional podcast. Join us Monday through Friday for a new daily devotional each day from the Healing Place Church pastors and staff. We hope this podcast will help you grow in your faith and will be a blessing and a resource to you as you pursue God daily. Hey everybody, welcome to the Healing Place Church Daily Devotional Podcast. We're so glad you joined us today, and we are in our Families of Faith series. And so we're going to be looking at a famous passage today found in the book of 1 Samuel, and it's a story that's pretty familiar. It's the story in which... uh, uh, King Saul is in the situation where he is now on his way out, and God is choosing a brand new king. And so God sends the prophet Samuel to Jesse's house, and so there's this whole thing that unfolds, and I want you to join along with me in 1 Samuel chapter 16, verses 10 through 13. It says this, In the same way, all seven of Jesse's sons were present to Samuel. But Samuel said to Jesse, The Lord has not chosen any of these. Then Samuel asked, are these all the sons that you have? They're still the youngest, Jesse replied, but he's out in the field watching the sheep and goats. Send for him at once, Samuel said. We will not sit down to eat until he arrives. So Jesse sent for him. He was dark and handsome with beautiful eyes. I kind of feel like it's describing me a little bit, but we'll keep moving on. And the Lord said, this is the one anoint him. So as David stood there among his brothers, Samuel took the flask of olive oil he had brought and he anointed David with the oil. And the spirit of the Lord came powerfully upon David from that day on. And then Samuel returned to Ramah. So here's Samuel has this unique task to anoint the next king of Israel. And he goes to Jesse's house. God says, I want you to go to this guy named Jesse. He lives in Bethlehem. It's one of his sons. And so Samuel gets there and he goes one by one down each son. And all of a sudden God keeps telling him, he's not the one. He's not the one. He's not the one. And this is so confusing. This is confusing to Samuel. He doesn't understand. Wait, I've obeyed you. I've come this far. And he's like, Jesse, do you have another son? Surely there's another son. And Jesse's like, yeah, but it's, it's, it's the baby. It's the run of the family. It's this kid named David. I mean, he's, he's out and we put him on babysitting duty while we were having this event. And he says, send for him at once. And it's so cool when you see this. But I, I, there's a few things I want to point out, especially as we're talking about families. The most amazing thing, it's just mind-boggling to me, is here David is uninvited by his own father uninvited by his own father. Now, here's the thing is, it's one thing to be left out. You know, you ever get a text uh, or you see something on social media and you realize that maybe there was an event or there was a gathering, some friends went to a movie or some friends went out to eat and you just didn't get invited. It's kind of like a feeling of like, oh, a little FOMO, you know, the fear of missing out. And you're like, man, I cannot believe I didn't get the text or I didn't get a call invi- getting invited to that thing. You know, it's like one thing whenever it's, a, it's going out to eat for dinner. It's one thing if it's, it's a movie. We're talking about the next king in all of the land being chosen, and David is uninvited. And really, if you, you, it can only be boiled down to two reasons, two reasons why David would be uninvited. I think the first is just that he would have been forgotten. You know, in the hustle and bustle of everything, Jesse's trying to organize this. I mean, the, the, the kingmaker himself, the prophet Samuel, the last judge of Israel, is come to anoint one of my sons in the hustle and bustle. Maybe he just didn't really think about David. But I think the second option is probably more accurate. 
and that's that he was overlooked. This is worse. Because being forgotten was like, oh yeah, that's right, I forgot about you. But being overlooked is worse because it says, I've thought about you, I've evaluated the chances that it was you, and I decided you had zero chance. And so here David has been overlooked by his own father. And I think this speaks to so much of, uh, of pain that people walk through. You know, in, in life, sometimes we're overlooked. Sometimes in life, we are forgotten by people who should remember us or people who should believe in us. And here, David's own father, Jesse, doesn't even believe in him enough to invite him to this ceremony. But you know, it's crazy because even though he was uninvited by his earthly father, did you see what it says? It says that he was chosen by his heavenly father. He was chosen by his heavenly father. You know, it's funny, a few verses earlier, in verses six through seven, as Samuel is walking down the line, he gets to the oldest son, and it says he's tall and he's good looking, and, and here Samuel's like, well, this is it. This is clearly who God is choosing because look at the way he looks. He's got a, a presence about him. Man, just I can tell, I can judge a book by its cover. And God says to Samuel, he's not the one. And it throws Samuel off because so many times what happens is we judge the people in our lives and we look on the outside, but really we have a heavenly father who's not judging us and looking at us based upon exterior means. He's looking at our hearts. And God has seen David's heart. He's seen his faithfulness in that field. And God had chosen him. You know, and you think about in the New Testament, the Bible says that we have been chosen. We are royal priesthood. We have been chosen by God. You know, today, if you are a believer in Christ, then you have been chosen. You know, we, we always talk about, man, you know, we need to make a decision to follow Christ and choose Christ. But the thing is, is that God chose us first. God chose us. And he didn't choose us because we were the smartest. He didn't choose us because we were the best. He chose us because he loves us. And he chose us out of his own will and his own purpose. And God doesn't look at things the way man does. And so when we think about our lives, maybe you've been forgotten, maybe you've been overlooked, but know this, that no matter what people have said about you, God has chosen you. He has seen something in you. He is a calling on your life. You know, I wrote this down as just a warning for all of us, is that our identity cannot be shaped by what others think or say about us. Our identity cannot be shaped by that. You know, it's so easy when, you, you know, maybe you grew up in a home where people said things, maybe it was a sibling or a parent or a relative where they, they put labels on you and they defined you with these words and they made you feel small. But here's the thing, is that those labels don't actually apply. Who you are is who God says you are because he is your real family. He is your real creator. And we have to be careful that our identity doesn't get wrapped up. And I love how the story ends because it says that David is empowered by God's spirit. You see, he may have been overlooked by his father, but then he was chosen by his heavenly father and then he was empowered by the Holy Spirit. You see, if God's called you to do something, if God's got a calling on your life, then he's going to empower you to do it. He's going to give you his spirit. Now, let me just give you two quick applications. I think the first one is simple, is we just have to remember the fact that God has not forgotten us. Sometimes it may feel as though we have been forgotten, but this story shows us God 
never forgets. He always sees us no matter where we're at, and he always is looking out for us. And I think the second thing is this, is be faithful in the field of forgetfulness. You see, David was out there. He didn't say, well, you know what? I'm going to sneak away from the field and go and go spy and see what's going on with this uh, amazing ceremony. You know what? He said, well, my father put me here. I'm going to do what I'm called to do. I'm going to watch the sheep and I'm going to watch the goats. And it was that same faithfulness that carried over into his kingdom. And so, look, maybe you feel forgotten today. Maybe you feel overlooked. Maybe you've been placed in a field where you're off to the side and nobody even sees what you're doing. Can I tell you this? God has a call on your life. Be faithful in that field and you're going to have a moment. You're going to come to a point where you see just how God is going to use you and it's going to be amazing. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you um, that, Lord, even when others overlook us, others forget about us, maybe uh, they, they, they don't count us as worthy, Lord, those labels aren't our identity. Who we are in you, Jesus, is all that matters. Who you say I am is all that matters. Jesus, you knew better than anyone. There were so many labels that people put on you, but you knew that you were the Son of God. You knew your Father, and you were confident in who you were, and you walked out your calling. Lord, give us that same confidence as sons and daughters in the kingdom. And Lord, I pray for anybody trapped in that field, God, the field of forgottenness where they just feel like they're just placed there almost even as a punishment. I pray that today you would encourage them to be faithful in that field because you have something great for them. You are a God who calls us out of those moments. We thank you. We love you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening. Take a moment to subscribe so you don't miss any of the daily devotionals and be sure to share with your friends. For more information about HPC, visit healingplacechurch.org.